How about that Brewer bullpen getting the job done? Five guys pick up Wade Miley in a 5-2 win over the New York Mets. Christian Yelich, some late offense, and we're going to take a look at some of the things he's done as of late because maybe he might just sneak himself into the All-Star game and a very tough matchup coming up on Thursday. All that next here on Locked on Brewers. You are locked on Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Yeah, the Brewers were able to walk that one down and close it out in New York. The Brewer bullpen did its job in a 5-2 win against the New York Mets. Terrific win. We're going to talk about that. Christian Yelich had three hits. Big hit late in the game to give the bullpen some cushion. Going to face Scherzer coming up on Thursday. We'll talk about that as well. The Brewers have dropped, have won two of the first three games. So, so he used to say dropped. They've won two of the first three games against the Mets. We're getting to all that coming up here on this edition of Lockdown Brewers. Thanks for joining me on Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Follow us on the various platforms, the audio version on Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Those are the majors. There's a lot of platforms out there that drop apps or drop our show. Uh, you can find it all on Twitter where I drop uh, every night and tell you when that episode is going to drop. And, uh, you know, there's links to all those places, all those platforms where we drop lockdown brewers. We're everywhere. We're the number one podcast, the brewer podcast on the internet for a reason, because we're everywhere and you guys consume all the great information that we give here. And of course, YouTube are growing YouTube audience here Follow us along. Go to YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. It'll let you know every time we drop an episode here on Lockdown Brewers. And also uh, hit those alert buttons on your podcast as well. So when you get up in the morning or whenever during the day, uh, they're there. The podcast is there for you to listen to wherever you're going, spinning around, you know, making sales calls, going to school, work, or whatever. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And our growing Twitter audience as well, Chuck Freeman. F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Great to have you along here. I'm always a little better mood when the Brewers win. 5-2. And gosh darn it, it looked like this thing might have gotten away early on. Wade Miley got himself out of a big, big mess early in this game. He went four innings just, but it could have been a disaster. He gave up two runs uh, with one run in and the bases remaining loaded with no outs. He got out of a big-time mess with the help of a pitcher's best friend, the double play ball. And from that moment on, the Reds or the uh, Mets never scored another run. And the bullpen, five relievers got the job done. Bryce Wilson improved his record of 3-0. and Devin Williams, Mr. Dependable, Mr. All-Star, is uh, not isn't named an All-Star yet, but he's going to be, in my opinion. Um, locked it down in the ninth inning on just a hand, 13 pitches. How about that? He had six pitches the other night. 13 pitches gets the save against the Mets. So 19 pitches, two saves Monday and Wednesday in New York for the great Devin Williams. But five innings that bullpen went of shutout baseball. Uh, Bryce Wilson came on. And, you know, Bryce Wilson, uh, he's pitched a lot better than I think, at least I thought. Because early in the season, every time Bryce Wilson of this bullpen came in unpitched, I was like, oh, my God, got to hold on here. You got to hold on. You got to look over the coffee table to see what's going on there. 
uh, because I remember him from his days in Pittsburgh, and they were not memorable days uh, in Pittsburgh. Memorable for hitters hitting against him, but not memorable for the Pirates. So he this year, uh, he went an inning and two-thirds, gave two hits, and dropped his ERA to 2.56, and 3-0 now on the season. Hobie Milner, he did great as well. Uh, he pitched a third of the inning, got a big strikeout. Elvis Pagaro, an inning. Piamps, an inning. Williams, a scoreless ninth inning. So the four, the five relievers gave up just four hits and no runs. And you look at the ERAs of these guys. Wilson, 2.56. Hobie, 2.59. Pagaro, 2.76. Piamps, 2.23. And, of course, Williams, 1.63. Not exactly household names out of that bullpen, but guys who you've been able to, when they've been throwing in the situations, have got the job done. Now, you know, I mean, my, I'm feeling more and more comfortable with Piamps. Pagaro has had moments, but he's been he's allowed a few inherited runs. Okay, but that bullpen has just been outstanding. Fourteen straight innings, a 1.62 earned run average. In the last 11 games, 14 shutout innings, 1.62 earn run average in the last 11 games. That is amazing. And the five innings that he pitched, that the bullpen pitched on Wednesday night. And, yeah, as we said, this if this team is going to contend, if it's going to um, stay in this race of the NL Central, as bad as this division is, they're going to have to need the bullpen. Because the bullpen's not there. If the starting pitching's not there. This team is awful. I mean, let's face it. They're not good without this pitching staff and this bullpen. The heart of the order just stinks right now for the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, I hate to put a damper on a great victory, but this 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 lineup is just awful. A couple of guys came through. Jesse Winker was in a four for 44 slump until that two-run double in the first inning. He had two hits on Wednesday night. Christian Yelich had three hits, including... The late offense, a two-run single. It's a 3-2 game, a two-run single in the eighth inning, and that gave the bullpen some some cushion. Not that Williams needed it anyway, but he used it in ninth inning, and he would have won that game 3-2. But Yelich, thank goodness, giving some – so we didn't have to – I mean, it's, it was only a three-run lead, but a one-run lead went to a three-run lead. Tack on runs. Tack on runs, always, always huge. You hear the guys on TV. Alex Rodriguez was talking about it on Fox. He says, tack on runs, building on a lead. Something the Brewers have not been good at, building on leads. And they've it's cost them, too, getting out to an early lead. You know, this team is one of the better teams in baseball at scoring runs in the first inning or so. First inning. They scored two tonight and then resting on it. They got out to a 3-2 lead later on on an RBI single by Blake Perkins. Okay, and then the two-run single by Christian Yellick. Uh, Winker, two for five. Way to go. And Yelly, uh, the numbers on Yelly, and I know I've been tough, and you know what? Deservedly so. And a um, uh, guy in the yard the other day told me, uh, Doug Russell, Doug Russell, who I love, uh, told me that, you know, for his what he's making, 26 millions, he's not living up to him what he's making as a salary. And I don't look at it really as, well, yeah, well, yeah, I do for 26 million. You know, he's batting 270 or he was, 
I didn't see what his average was as of tonight, but he was hitting 270. But I look like his talent level. I looked at a guy, even if he was making $5 million a year, $4 million a year, a young guy, talent level. I thought, I think Yelich has got a lot of talent from what I've seen from 2018 and 2019. And even from his late years with the, with the Marlins guy who's got a lot of ability, a lot of talent. Okay. And I look at it. Yeah. He's too good of a player to be floundering like he is or was, and he's getting better, but yeah, I don't look at the salary. I do, but I don't in terms of, I look at the talent. I said, man, you are just too good of a player to be hitting 238 like he was early in the season. But, um, yeah, just the last 20 games is hitting 355. Last 20 games, Yelich is hitting 355. That's huge. I still have a big batting average guy. Let's not forget that. His war has also been great in the last 20 games. Let's not forget that. So, um, Telez, he had the shot clock go off on him and struck out. I mean, was was he just not into the game? And I've been on Telez an awful lot. Does Telez think he's earned a spot on this team, or is he not taking that starting spot for for granted over at first base? Is he? How does a guy who okay he had the big year last year, the home run wise, but how does how does he nonchalant that the strikeout call? How does any hitter do that? And a guy who's struggling, especially who needs at bats. In the eighth, uh, was it the eighth or seventh inning, I think it was, struck out, um, had two strikes on him, not in the batter's box. Now, I know the rule's stupid, okay? Some of these timing rules are dumb, but they're moving the game along because of it. But Rowdy, I hope Rowdy's not taking his position for granted. But I just thought, God, for a guy who's hitting how he's hitting, get back in the batter's box and be ready. Don't be complacent out there, Okay. That was my thoughts. Joey Weimer was hit with a pitch. Sounds like everything checked out okay on the hand, and he's going to be okay. Brewers improved to 20 and 20 on the road. We're going to get to uh, Thursday's matchup against Max Scherzer coming up here in a little bit. Uh, And a few other things. And the Brewers sent down a member of their bullpen. All that's coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, all you everydayers out there, for following us along. Especially, you know, you guys who every day are there. I see your comments on YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the uh, that little uh, alert button there, that little bell there. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode. But follow us on YouTube, the 30-minute version. And, of course, we're on all the podcast platforms, Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Thank you very much for following us on along. Set your alerts on there as well if there are ones. So please do that. We love talking to you every day. Talking Brewer Baseball with you on our 30-minute episode of Lockdown Brewers. This show is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time, a great sponsor here of Lockdown Brewers, and I'm a great user of Game Time. Game Time, flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for any kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, that is the key right there. You click on the seat that you want. Now, wherever it is in the, I almost said the deluxe mezzanine. That would have been the old county stadium. Remember those deluxe mezzanines? You were living large if you paid seven bucks and sitting in the behind the glass in the deluxe mezzanines on the first base side. But no, uh, lower box or whatever, uh, you just got to click it on and it's going to tell you, it's going to give you a view of the field or the stadium or 
where you're watching uh, your concert or theater. They have a, a terrific way of doing that. Uh, images of seat views, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection. They have all that. Forget plenty months of advance. Game time is your place for last-minute tickets. They have tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals as well. Tickets for all major sporting events as well. Everything going on. I've told you I've got great seats behind the Brewers dugout, behind the Visitors dugout through game time. Game time. So here's what you need to do. Here's the deal. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB, 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, uh, redeem MLB, and you get 20 bucks off your first purchase. 20 bucks. You buy $90 worth of tickets, you get 70. You get you pay them for 70. You get the 20 bucks off, you pay 70. That, that's a heck of a deal. Download this Game Time app. Take advantage. Use MLB for the 20 bucks off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we'll come back and look ahead to Thursday's matchup. Tell you who's pitching for the Brewers. And uh, the Brewers did send down a member of their bullpen who was struggling. All that's coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman here, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. I got to take a quick drink. How about, you know, concerts where they always say, hey, Take a drink. I should be doing that. Like like halfway through the episode, I always got to take a, a drink because, you know, we're rolling 30 straight minutes here and uh, of talking and um, got to keep the voice fresh. Uh, Peter Strzelecki was sent down to AAA. A little bit of a surprise, but it's been a little bit of a struggle since early in the year. Here's a guy who was the eighth inning guy on this team, the setup man for Devin Williams. And they're in a stretch of 17 of 17 games and maybe a little tired arm there uh, getting sent them down to Nashville and they called up Thomas Pannone. He's a guy who a few years was in the Toronto Blue Jays organization. Then he got sent down to triple triple A and he got struggled. He went overseas, played in Korea, and now he's in the Brewer organization and says he thinks he found a few things, a left-hander um, found a few things, talented guy. 29 years old, but putting up decent numbers down at Nashville, both as a starter and as a reliever. So why not? They give him a shot. Another reclamation project. Go figure. The Milwaukee Brewers with a reclamation project? No way. Pannone called up, and again, his numbers down there are really good, uh, but he has not been in the majors since three and a half years ago, 2019, when he was pitching for the Toronto Blue Jays. So Post-COVID, he has not pitched in the majors. Strzelecki, he'll be back. He'll be he'll, he'll, he'll be back on this team. He's still a good pitcher, I, I really believe. Some of the things he's, he does out there, and the walks and all that, and walk the bases loaded the other night, uh, you kind of shake your head at, but uh, he'll be back. I, I really think long-term, though, they need an eighth-inning guy, whether it's this year or next year. They need a veteran guy next to Devin Williams because when they traded – Josh Hader and Devin Williams moving up to the closer spot. Well, you lost a valuable eighth inning guy. And I think teams that want to contend for a world series, contend for a championship need to have that strong eighth inning guy. In addition to the bullpen used to be, you can get up with the, all these mediocre guys. And there's nobody, even though Pagara and Piamps are doing well, 
do you really trust any of those guys in the long run? In the eighth inning spot right now? No. Remember back in 2011, the Brewers went out and got themselves K-Rod, okay, as an eighth inning guy. A guy who was a closer with the Mets. They, he came in and didn't want to be the eighth inning guy at first, but he adjusted to it, and he didn't complain. And he was great. Eventually, he became the closer on this team in years to come. Like he came back like five or six times. But that's the kind of guy you need. They got him at the trading deadline, I remember, in 2011. You need a, a, a bonafide eighth inning guy. I don't know if it's going to happen this year or the trading deadline or whatever, but I would have said right away in the beginning of the season, through April, my number one priority would have been, you asked me then, would have been an eighth inning guy. Now there's other areas they need help in. They need offense, of course. Offense, offense, offense. They need offense more than an eighth inning guy. But on a team that relies so much on their pitching, if you can get an eighth inning guy, it would be good. I, I'm good with that. So, Strzelecki, he'll be back. Don't know when, but the Brewers will um, send him down to AAA. Strzelecki, a little surprised at that mood today. A little surprised. Not was was, but then Panone calling him up. They're going to give him now. They're going to put not put him in le high leverage spots, but you know they're going to throw him out there because he's been pitching so well. Um, Couple of your tweets here. Kobe says two hits tonight. Winker crashed the internet. <laughs> Never seen so much chatter over a couple of hits. Go for the series win. I think Winker could still help this team. Yeah, he was in a four for 44 slump, but yeah, two hits, big knock in that first inning, two run double to put the Brewers ahead up early. But um, been a frustrating year, and it was last year when he was with Seattle. But I'm still holding out hope. But the rope is getting thin. And if he didn't turn it around, the DFA man may come around and get to get to Joe uh get to Jesse Winker. Not Winkler. Winker. DFA guy will never get the Winker. Winkler. Um Brewers bottom five hitters, says John, were five of 17 tonight. The first two hitters were four of ten. The crew has a hole in the middle of the order. Three, four, and five hitters are too often AWOL. That's true. I mean, the top and bottom of the order produce, but nothing out of the middle part of the order. Willie's struggling. Willie is in a funk. Willie is in a slump. And by the way, I hope the Brewers don't use their Sunday lineup. Do they have much choice anymore? Because sometimes I think when he's not trying to use a Sunday lineup, it's a Sunday lineup. Break Perkins in the leadoff spot the other night. What? I mean, sometimes you look at the lineup, I'm like, okay, is this a Sunday lineup? No, this is a lineup that they've been running out there for 81 games this year. Uh, let's see what else you had to say. Uh, Kevin says, I thought the fat lady sung in the fourth inning. I think he's talking about when Wayne Miley got out of the bases loaded jam, that it was going to be game, set, and match. And I put on Twitter right there. I said, yeah, if Miley doesn't get out of this inning, that's game, set, and match right there because it was a 2-2 game, bases loaded. He didn't get out of that inning. Game, set, and match. Mike says, wow, Chuck Freeman. Late inning insurance run. Who is this team? Yeah, how about that? Who are these guys to get late inning insurance runs? Well, we know success offensively only lasts for a short, minimal amount of time at the Milwaukee Brewers. Can't buy all in any type of success they have. And 
I'm jaded that way because the Brewers have made us that way. Steve says the Brewers, the Mets, the Mets refusing to swing the bat in that fourth inning. Hilarious. How on earth can you go to the plate hoping for walks? Only one run with the bases juiced and no outs. Ha, ha, ha. Got that right, Steve. And Buck Showalter trying to fire his team out. Got ejected late in the game. You know, one of those old school man, you know, Buck, an old school manager, you know, trying to run out there, get ejected, fire his team up. Now that he found out earlier in the day, his job was safe for the rest of the season. How yeah, about Cohen, the, the owner of the team, Steve Cohen? Oh, yeah, the, the job is safe for the rest of this year, but I'm looking for a baseball ops guy. And who do you think that he didn't say this, but we all, I mean, could he just come out there and say David Stearns? We know Stearns is going to be the baseball ops guy next year. Everything points to that. So Showalter might not be the manager, regardless, he goes to the World Series and turns this thing around, might not be the manager anyway, because Cone wants a base, a new baseball ops guy. And Showalter might not be the it probably won't be the selection for the manager. That's where I'm worried Craig Council could come in. All right, we're going to talk about Thursday's matchup, the finale in New York against the Mets. That's next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman. Brewers taking on the Mets 6-10 on Thursday night. Catch the game on Sirius XM. Catch every pitch of the Brewers' hometown broadcast, Sirius XM, the SSXM app. Search Brewers, and you'll find all 162 of the Brewers. Uh, and they'll take on the Mets, and then they move on to a weekend series at Pittsburgh after they played them a couple of weeks ago and uh, swept the three-game series from the Pirates. Everybody out there, thanks for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen to every day. Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Adrian Hauser back on the hill. The relief parents, Hauser back out there. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Adrian, to be honest with you. Uh, a guy who's holding on to his spot in the rotation, I think better as a reliever, made uh, made the starting rotation this year, not out of spring training, but because there was injuries. He was forced into the starting rotation early in the season. Okay. Um, and he's had a couple of nice relief appearances, but I'm just not a big fan. I'm just not a big fan of him. Um, certainly, there's... There's better starters in this team. I could name five better starters than Adrian Hauser, but like him better in long relief. They're facing Max Max Scherzer. That's a tough name to say, Max Scherzer, because the first name always runs in with the last game. Last name. He had a slow start of the season. Scherzer did, but he's picked it up. He's won five in a row. He's now seven and two, and, and we know how great Scherzer is. You know, from his days in Washington, we've seen him. He's with New York now. Um, five of his last seven games, quality starts. Max Scherzer, last time out, six innings, seven hits. Like I said, a 7-2 record, a 3.95 earned run average. The Brewers do stay in first place in the NL Central. Cincinnati uh, did win, came from behind and beat Baltimore. Actually, they were up early. Orioles rallied, and then St. Louis scored four in the 10th to win it. In Baltimore. So they've won the last two games with the Orioles. St. Louis, uh, they blew a late lead against Houston. I think Houston scored like five in the eighth inning, as I recall. 
and and beat St. Louis. So the Cardinals continue to find ways to lose. So that's a good thing because you all know that the Cardinals eventually are going to make a, a run in this thing. Max Scherzer tomorrow, normally on getaway day, on the final game of a series, it's an afternoon game, but it's a night game. Four night games, all 6-10 starts against the New York Mets, and then they'll go on to Pittsburgh. Usually they only get night but it's a short trip to Pittsburgh, short flight, so not that big of a deal. Uh, it's not that, like they're going to get into Pittsburgh at 3 o'clock in the morning unless there's a, an all-night game. So, But I was just a little surprised it's not an afternoon game tomorrow. Uh, against the New York. But again, 6-10, the game, Sirius XM, the SXM app, Search Brewers, and the Brewers and Mets coming up tomorrow night. All right, everybody, that's going to do it. Brewers have taken two of the first three in New York against the Mets. How about that, okay? Building them, taking two or three against Cleveland. They've at least earned a split in this series against the struggling Mets. They're facing a tough pitcher. Scherzer, one of the best in baseball. You know that. He's probably going to make the all-star team as well for the Mets. Uh, he's going to probably be the representative if they have anybody else going. But uh, Scherzer, I got to believe, is going to the all-star game. He could probably solidify that with a win over the Brewers coming up on Thursday. Hopefully, Adrian has one in him. And as always, hopefully the offense comes to play on Thursday. My name is Chuck Freeman. You've been listening to Lockdown Brewers and the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. We'll talk to you after the game. Coming up on Thursday night, everybody. 